Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, guys. We are back with another great episode of Bass Cash Radio. I am Brian, your host. And we got Hank, the Bass Geek, back with us as always. Ho- a co-hostess with the most. There you go. What's up, brother? Welcome. Welcome back. It feels like it feels like we've been gone for like a month, but it's only been a week because of the yeah, holidays. I know. So I mean, mm. happy turkey. Hope you guys all had a great time with family and friends. Uh, mine went by as always, and I'm glad it's over. Yeah, me too. You know, uh, you know what I always say. You know, Thanksgiving's for family. Yes. Christmas is for kids. New Year's is for me to drink enough that I forget both those holidays existed this year. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> that is too funny, though. All right, so there you go. There's our take on the holidays. Um, you know, if you guys who love the holidays, I don't want to upset anyone out there. There's a lot of people out there who yeah, love yeah. all those holidays. And, you know, that's the end of that. Enjoy the holidays. Enjoy the time with the family. Um, me and Danielle did a little getaway over the weekend. It was good to actually kind of move out of the office. And <clears throat> I kind of left my website alone a little bit because, as I've been telling you guys, there's a new one coming. It's uh, I've already been through the screenshots I went through yesterday and e-verified everything. There are some updates. So it's going to it's, you know, a new website does take a little while. And we really didn't want to build it now, but we, you know, it happened that way. Things happen. So the website's being worked, it's being built. It looks good. It's fast cast green, a little black, maybe. I ain't going to tell you guys the rest of it. But uh, it's a great looking site. I'm happy to have it. And uh, like I said, I'm hoping, I've already told him, I got to have it up by Saturday because we're back on the road again this weekend for the cat on Smith Mountain Lake. I haven't decided whether I'm going to Bugs yet or not on, I mean, Cat's on Sunday on Smith Mount Lake. Um, Bugs is Cat again. So I haven't decided whether I want to run down there or not. We'll see what the weather ends up looking like for the weekend. Hey, I did hear today, Geek, December the 13th or 14th, they call for snow. I know that's a long ways out. Not that long. Of course, it's going to yeah. be on my days off. So yeah, I seen some uh, seen some possible snow flurries yes. coming up on uh, my seven day stretch, which I intend to do a lot of fishing. But you know, of course, it's it's been beautiful the past three days here. So you know, and I've had to work. 
yeah, the weather has been, you know, pretty daggone decent until this uh, rain came through, came yeah. through here for us this morning about two and it dumped till about after lunchtime. But I tell you one thing, we need the rain real bad. Uh, a lot of mm-hmm. lakes around here are a couple feet low and Smith Mountain Lake, December the 10th, the home of the Vasquez Championship, 27 boats. I think it's what Danielle told me qualified for that. Nice. They need about three feet of water. Hmm. So that's uh that's pretty far down for you guys. But like, yes. like if you look at my last two videos, it's like, you know, 13 foot down. And I'm like, man, this this is still pretty high for this time of year. <laughs> wow. So what's been going on in your world, Geek? Man, you know, uh I did take Sunday off. Uh, didn't put a video out. Got it, dropped a new video uh, for everybody listening and watching. Uh, dropped it yesterday. So Sunday and Wednesday is when we drop videos over on the Bass Geek YouTube page. Uh, <clears throat> you know, got a little video. You know, I talked about this earlier in the year. We talk about tight lining, which is kind of a winter cheat code. And that's kind of what we put in the thumbnail. It's a uh, neat little little light line, light tackle. But you you will, you will it is a guarantee, what I call the guarantee way to get a limit. You might not win, but during the wintertime, you will catch a limit doing this if you get it. Fish. Yeah, if you if you master it, and uh, it's pretty easy to master. All right. So, so guys, head on over to the Bass <laughs> Geek YouTube channel and make sure you uh, hit the like button and then, as always, hit the bell so that way you never miss an episode of Bass Geek Radio. Oh, I, I do have one thing that I have to say. By the way, we've got an awesome new Catch More Fish shirt. Oh. That is only running through December. Now you can see it in that latest video. We put a little thing up. It's a play on a very well-known um, adult beverage um, logo. So, but it's cool. You will love it. it I have a- seen it. It is Brian approved, and I'm a graphic yeah. artist major. So. Yes, it's it looks pretty it looks, neat. it looks really, really good. So you guys need to head on over. What's the yeah. retail? What's the value on them, brother? Retail, uh, I think is twenty five bucks, but it's high quality uh, t shirts, and we've got them for the big boys. I'm a three X, and mine fits very well. I think we've got them all the way up to four and five at least, if not more. So I uh, got them in red, white, and black, the traditional colors that these shirts would would have come in back in the day uh, mm. and uh i've got a black one i'm thinking about getting a red one too just because it's christmasy because it's you know red and gold there you go <laughs> all right guys before we break into tonight's guest uh i, I forgot to bring this up guys um band i know you guys have heard me talk about it for the last couple of days um i've been reading a lot of articles about facebook Facebook's going through a cleaning process right now. And right now they're not liking the bass cast or anything really dealing with bass fishing. Uh, I've got another person that I know personally, his stuff's being deleted or being blocked. Um, I know three accounts personally that have been completely deleted. And I know he doesn't post any politics. He don't post any crap like that. He is pretty much his wife, Liberty University football, <clears throat> and bass fishing because he's ate up with it 
he got deleted. I mean, we're talking about thousands of followers gone. So if you don't want to be deleted and you still love the sport of bass fishing, we're not asking you to give up your Facebook page. We're just asking you, we're just really giving you another platform. You know, I'm big into Gary Vaynerchuk and he always talks about, Oh yeah. He always talks about different keep it. Don't put all your marbles in one basket. You guys have all heard that. Yeah. Don't rely on the Facebook gods because they in control. <clears throat> well, if you click one of the links on our Facebook page or Instagram page, we've been putting up the last couple of days. It'll take you to band and I'll put the link in this podcast as well. You guys can go sign up. You can even sign up with your Facebook ID. I'm not asking you guys to do that. I'm asking you, you can either do your telephone number or your email address. Do either one of those just in case something does happen to your account. Indeed. <clears throat> and then you can share band with your friends. You know, the cool thing about it is what I'm hoping from this is for a lot of you guys out there who are listening, who says, I hate social media. I don't want to see the politics. I don't want to see someone try to push something on me. I don't want the sales ads. Come to band. You can follow the Basscast. You can follow Basscast Radio. You can follow the Basscast Kayak Series. Our fantasy fishing is up there as well already because that kicks off in January. Two months away, guys. Crazy. It is crazy. So we got you covered on band. I ain't going to say nothing about I ain't going to sell you nothing because we are affiliated with a couple of different companies we'd like you to purchase through. Uh, but you're not going to be pushed on a lot of stuff and you can upload your own content on this i mean that's a cool thing about it, it is a group pop page you know we're going to post our stuff you're going to post your stuff and we'll see it all together and nice. we'll be able to share and comment tag you can do everything on facebook you can message bass geek when he gets on there you can facetime bass geek when he gets on there if you want i can post something tonight and tag bass geek i mean it's but it's in a group setting and the basket is a group. So head on over and follow that. We really appreciate if you do that <clears throat> guys, Conrad brothers, Marine bass tank, Lynchburg arms, missile baits, SML tackle shack, anglers choice, anglers choice online store guys just opened up this week. It's actually nice. really good. I actually looked at it last night for a little while. They did a really good job with that. So head on over and check out their online store. <clears throat> and i didn't post that on facebook guys i put it in band i'm you know i don't i mean we're still gonna post to facebook we're still gonna post to instagram guys we want the community to be in band uh ww novelty and i think i said lynchburg arms thank you to all of them for being the sponsor of the basscast.com um and right here wildland coffee hey uh i saw something about wildland today this dude is hustling like a mofo, and he just put all his coffee in a big freaking hotel out there where he lives. Nice. Fancy, fancy hotel. I'm not talking about a holiday in select, guys. I'm talking about like a big, fancy hotel because this stuff is good. I'm not lying to you guys. <clears throat> it is good. Do you ever wish your morning coffee on the lake or river was easier and better tasting? How frustrating it is when you use a French press and have to clean up or, God forbid, you drink instant coffee. That's why Land Coffee exists to solve these problems. Wildland Coffee is a proud supporter of this podcast, and we are stoked to support. I, they're stoked to support us. Uh, Wildland Coffee puts delicious, freshly ground coffee in a tea bag. You might be thinking that can't be good. Hear me out, guys. 
indeed, guys. Like I said, this stuff is great. All you need is hot water, and you have an amazing cup of coffee with no mess or cleanup. <clears throat> I'll be honest, it's replaced my French press that I take with me because I've got a lot of trips this year that are going to be sleeping mm. out of the back of the forerunner. Mm. Use Bass Cast 10 to get 10% off your first order at wildlandcoffee.co.co. <clears throat> and we want to thank them for being a part of Bass Cast Radio. So thank you very much to all of them. All right, guys. Tonight, we have the Fluke Master on with us, back on with us. We had him on at the beginning of the year. Let's get him at the end of the year. We'll do a little recapping. <laughs> yeah, there we go. And <clears throat> it was a up and down. We saw a few things, you know, a few things happen in 2022. We're going to talk about. And then we're going to talk about some wintertime kayak fishing and some recommendations and tips for you guys, because it is different. You know, you can't just, I mean, you can, but it probably ain't the safest thing during summertime, you know, put in and run across the lake three miles using whatever you have, you know, for your motor. So, you know, we're going to talk about a bunch of tips. We got Mr. Gene Jensen on with us tonight. So guys, Mr. Gene Jensen. All right, guys. Gene Jensen is back with us. What's happening, brother? Welcome back to the show. What is up, man? Not much is happening. I, uh, it's getting cold. That's all I know. Yeah, I, I, I told Hoodie. I, said, I mean, I told, I told Geek. I said, uh, I think I need to put a hoodie on. Man, it's a little cooler down here, and I thought I was in a basement. Yeah, my my thermostat for for my this my basement office is up. The thermostat's upstairs. So. Mine is. I don't have heat. I never had heat down here because I really most of the time work upstairs so it was like i never cut the ducks in so here we are with uh you get what you get yep <laughs> all right let's talk about 2022 gene what uh what uh do we do we want to say it's a roller coaster or do we want to say um for me it wasn't too bad i mean i made some mistakes in in the in the tournament world but this I, what I decided to do at the beginning of the year was just to see how how I would do in tournaments because really YouTube started and I stopped doing tournaments and yeah. I wanted to see how much better I had gotten over the years mm -hmm. and so to my surprise it was pretty darn good I mean I, I won one and got DQ'd from it because I was fishing out of bounds for uh, just one one fish I believe and uh <laughs> And so, and I didn't know I was out of bounds. It's a whole different story, but it's, yeah, 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 it is what it is. And, uh, and so, but again, it didn't hurt my feelings. I did lose about $1,200, but it, that's not what I did this for. And so right. it really that big of a deal in my head. Um, and so I turned around, went to the next tournament, uh, came in fourth on in that one. And then the next tournament I won again. And so, yeah. uh, it, you know, it's just, I had a good year in my mind, but now it's ready to. I'm, I'm putting tournaments aside and going back to the grind and going to hit the YouTube hard so y'all look out. So there you go. Yeah, there's that term. I, I live by the term you told me one time. You know about YouTube, just learning to love the grind. It love really grind. is. I I tell people all the time. Very rarely is there anybody, especially now. It's so saturated. Yep. You know that that you're gonna just go. Yep. Yeah, and I'm I'm gonna go back to doing editing all my own videos and everything. Oh know, wow! And the whole nine yards, so it's gonna be grinding, and, and I'm looking that's, forward to it. Really that's gonna be grinding. That is gonna yeah. be. Grinding. What made you decide to go back to editing your own videos? Because that for a lot of people out there don't really understand. You can record all day long, but when you hand, you know, and that's the easy part. Hmm. And now we're looking, you know, a lot of people 
you know, we're looking at um, Brandon Polnick's videos. We're looking at a lot mm. of different people's videos, John Cruz, that have a professional with them and a professional editor. Because it's yeah. almost a TV show now. It really is. Just Yeah, the- and you know what? I started this to be kind of anti-TV show. Yeah. You know, okay. 13 years ago, all TV shows were, were, hey, watch me fish and buy the crap I'm using. <laughs> Correct. And, and so... I, I went anti-TV show, and I still am to a point. I mean, I'm filming a TV show down in Florida next week, but it's not my own. And uh, I just, I, I want to I want to keep doing my instructionals pretty much the way I'm, I've been doing them. Wow. With a little bit of uptick in, in production, but I can do all that. Okay. And, but I want, I want control of it. I, I want to be able to know exactly what clips I need to put where. I don't want to get an end result and it be missing things that I meant that I wanted to have right. in. Yeah. And that's even with my son editing, it was it, it every once in a while, well, actually just about every video there was like, I'm like, what happened to this? He was, Oh no. You know? <laughs> so I was just like, you know, now that he's gone on his mission trip, we're going to, I'm going to take over and do it myself. So. All right. So there you guys hear it. Make sure for you guys who are not following my boy, Gene, the fluke master on YouTube, head on over and hit the button, hit the, Thumbs up and hit the bell so you don't miss an episode. What do you think was your biggest high from 2022, brother? Oh, man. Um, when I qualified for the 10 in the national championship. Nice. Okay. So I ended up the, – the qualification for the tra- – you had to finish in the top 10 in points in the trail series. So I had to have a really good uh, finishing – the first and second day of the championship because those were the trail championships. And then the national championship is a third day. Right. But just the first two days I had to have a good showing. And I went into that. Let's put it this way up to that point when I fished nearly 200 days, I had zeroed zeroed five days out of 200 this year. Four of them were the four days before the the four national championships. Because Kentucky Mm. lady is a, is an absolute junk monster. I mean, I I'm, yeah. have nothing nice to say about that lake right now. <laughs> but I went into the first day, and I was I think I'm the only guy that was fishing the main lake. I wasn't back up a creek. I wasn't up a river. I was on the main lake in a, in up a, in a in the mouth of a creek fishing major main lake points, <laughs> grinding a, a a jackhammer. I mean, I was slow rolling a jackhammer through rocks and getting wow. good fish. <laughs> so end of the second day, I think I was sixth or fifth or something like that in the trail. And it moved me all the way up to second in points. Wow. That qualified me. I went from 11th to second and that qualified, qualified me for the natural, for the, uh, for the 10, which is uh, right. end of January in Florida. What was your biggest low? Uh, actually that DQ was not my biggest low. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Huh. I don't know. That, hmm. You know, when I got DQ'd, I, I had, I was on, it was right before I left to go to Utah to fish the Utah tournament. And I, uh, I had that entire 27 hour drive to get over it. Oh, wow. And so it was one of those things where I had to get myself mentally ready for the next tournament. So that yeah. really, if I had to put something on, I guess that was a low, but to me, it wasn't really, I, I let things roll off my back. So I don't really usually have a lot of lows. You know, and my biggest low, I guess, was just when when I noticed that my buddy, my good friend, Chad Hoover, wasn't doing well mentally. He was grinding and grinding and grinding. And, mm. and he was I looked at him this spring. And I was like, dude, uh, just ask what do you need me to do. And that's when I took over and I, I grabbed the backdrop and I told him not to come to any of the tournaments that I'm fishing because I'll take care of the, the award ceremony and that kind of stuff. And so. Nice. Yeah, I guess that was the low, but it was more of me being a medic and looking at my 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 buddy and saying, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, people don't really understand. I mean, just for me, you know, just for all all of us that are in the fishing industry and that are really deep in it. I mean, someone asked me like, well, "Won't you run some winter tournaments?" I said, "That's my time to you know yeah. to like <laughs> walk away for a little bit." And we really don't walk away much because me and Geek were talking about it on the last episode. Yeah. I mean, you're talking January the 20th, I go to an expo. And then yep. February and then March is the Bassmaster Classic, which we'll get to see each other again down in Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah, I've got three weeks that left before I start grinding again. You know, yeah. wow. I don't think I've stopped yet. It's, uh, you know, I was talking to a couple of my buddies that are on the elite tour and they're like, yeah, you know, we've been able to do this and do that. And I'm like, it must be nice to get about three months off at the end of the year. Yeah. <laughs> like I yeah, still you... have to be out there, you know, Domeki rigging and uh, freezing. Nope. And I'm like, Oh God, I hate it. Yeah. It's, a, it's, I guess <clears throat> for me, it's, it was just a, I take, I take every Saturday and Sunday off for my family. I don't film, mm -hmm. I don't fish, I do that. And then um, I do have a video I need to shoot this, either this week or next week with, with a, an e-bike that I just got. Only contract mm -hmm. I've ever signed with a Chinese company. Oh my and God, that's because they said, all you got to do is shoot one video and a bunch of pictures and we'll give you an e-bike. And I'm like, Okay, I'm down. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I'm down. <laughs> I'm, I, I'll do, and and I've got the wildlife mansion area that surrounds my neighborhood is uh, bike access only. Nice. Oh, sweet. And so, so that's, that's that is sweet for deer hunting. Yeah, and it's a it's a yeah. cargo bike. It'll hold two hundred and some odd pounds on the back. So yeah, that wow. is killer. So I'm I'm gonna do a real cool video, kind of a hype style video for them, and call it good. You know, that's awesome. I'll be, a, I'll be a sellout for one video. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, I, I never thought I, it would happen here, but this box showed up from uh called Puff and Drinkware, and I shot my first video this year, and I was like, holy cow. And then I got some more stuff in the mail. I'm like, mm, the same me. I mean, you know, I yeah. I've never really thought of it as that, but we'll do it. I mean, I mean, I got some bug spray killer over here and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Um, 
Guys, if you hadn't seen already, the KBF 2023 schedule came out this week. Um, yeah. Let's see here. I posted it over to our new group. Um, the Polk County, Florida in January, yeah. like you were saying. Uh, heading to Lake Murray, Lake Havasu. Uh, Havasu. Lake Havasu. There you go. Sorry. Um, in, in California. Yep. Lake St. Clair, Grand Lake, and they're coming my way. You guys come my way, Potomac River, which ain't mm -hmm. too far from house, a couple hours. Uh, Lake George, Chickamauga, and the California Delta. Yeah. Now, I think if I remember correctly, is this like the first year heading west, like that far west? No, they had three tournaments in California this last year and then one in Utah, the one I went to. And they wow. had one in Arizona. They had one in Arizona. They had a lot of tournaments out west. They kind of mm -hmm backed off them a little bit um and then actually backed off uh, having as many tournaments as he did this last year but mm. it's still going to include two trail tournaments for each stop so a saturday mm. is a trail tournament sunday is a separate trail tournament so the change in the qualification or in the points is your top four i think it's don't quote me but i think pretty sure your top four tournaments is going to count towards your points where this last year was your top three Okay. And so people can only need to go to, you know, to get four, four finishes. They only got to go to two events. So that's nice. It's, you know, it's been an interesting year with, uh, you know, with the tourney series, uh, KBF trying to keep up with the changes. Yep. What's what's with so many changes? I mean, well, this, well, the national championship, the fact that people could go down a little ditch and, and go catch fish way out. <laughs> 7, yeah, I, miles from the that lake. was that's a major yeah. that's a major one for us that was like yep. are and, you serious once once he put it in stone there was no no backing up i mean it, it was already so and he realized before the term started that maybe that wasn't the best idea okay. and so as soon as the term was over he came out changed the rules every tournament's going to have boundaries they're going to have a map you're going to know exactly where the boundaries are you're going to know where all the launch points are and if you mm -hmm. want a launch point uh, added to uh, to the map or to mm -hmm. the tournament, you have to get it approved by a certain time before the tournament. It, mm -hmm. And so, it, what what he's what I see Chad has done and KBF has done is they brought the rules down to where they are going to be more solid for the future. There's not going to be a whole lot of changes. Yeah, um, I, I, I it, you remember it's still evolving. Oh yeah, We're still learning from our mistakes, and yeah. so. Because there's um, very there's a whole lot of pages of rules, guys. Yeah, there is. There is a whole so lot of pages. Because even Danielle read them, and she's a first time kayak tournament director, and she read them like, "Holy crap, for real!" Yeah, but we once got... you fished, once you fished a few tournaments, it, it pretty much becomes second nature. And and when my DQ happened, you know, I got out of my kayak, I bank fished. It was perfectly legal. It was exactly what the tournament things is said or what the rules were or was within the rules except for i was fishing behind a marina that had a sign somewhere out in la la land that says oh, no fishing man you know, no fishing no boats and but i had asked the lady at the marina if, if the manager and asked her said do you guys allow people to fish back there she said yeah sure all the time and so but the sign wow. said and i should have gone off the sign but but even that they they're going to change the getting out of your kayak rule to no more getting out of your kayak unless mm. It is part of the individual um, uh, event rules. 
a, a right. random. So like a river event where you're going to have to get out to get through some shoals or shoals, fish right. shoals rocks and, and that stuff. kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. So yeah. that's not, it's not going to be part of the main KBF rules. It's only, you know, you just from now on, you just can't get out of your kayak unless you got to go poop or pee, you know. And, uh, <laughs> I'm old. I have to get out of mine every four hours. I ain't gonna lie. My knees are locked up. <laughs> oh, goodness. I just turn sideways on a bona fide and have fun. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Most of the time, I just poop and pee myself and just yeah. let it go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but the, the changes I see this year are really heading in the right direction. And, uh, and so the cool thing, what I'm going to be doing with Chad and I don't know if he's announced this or not. So uh, I may get in trouble. That's all good. uh, Is I'm going to be doing some broadcasts with him about each tournament. Oh, Uh, that's cool. I'm not going to be fishing the tournaments. Me and him are going to be doing live broadcasts during the tournaments and that kind of stuff. At least that's, that was his idea. And he, and we'll see whether it happens or not, but I'd love to see it happen. So do you guys see yourself kind of transitioning? Because now, I mean, that would be cool. That would be, you know, going to the next level to where, you know, maybe even you've got a, a couple of guys and and some sort of camera boats or some guys with yeah. some wireless, you know, through the wireless interwebs and uh, mm-hmm. being able to do the, the whole live thing. God, that would be that so would be cool. awesome. I don't know if we'll do that this year, but we're definitely. Yeah, gonna... but, but you yeah. know, hopefully working toward that, that'd be, man, that'd yeah. be next level right there. Yeah. That'd be and awesome. we'll see, we'll see what all we can do this year, but it's with the new KBF uh, headquarters in, in Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, there's going to be some amazing things going on for the next two or three years. So, nice. and I, I really do want to be a part of it. And, uh, and so it's only two hours for, from me. So, didn't so what was long. with the move to Huntsville? Uh, it was just a, uh, they, they approached Huntsville for just looking for a place to do tournaments. Mm-hmm. Huntsville came back and approached them and said, Hey, look, we'll, we'll pay you X number or we'll, we'll take care of X number of things. And, and it was a whole big old contract. If you guys can, you know, it was, it's a 10 year contract they have with Huntsville. Oh, wow. Huntsville, Huntsville awesome. wants to be the, the, the kind of the center of kayak fishing. Nice. bass fishing or something like that but it's just going to be really neat to see that so with huntsville backing him you know backing kbf and 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 that kind of stuff it shouldn't it should be pretty cool it really should see yeah. what we'll see what happens but yeah but so yeah. far i like every you know all the rules changes you know a little more you yeah. know it, it i think it evens things out to a certain extent you know the, the goal is to get rid of all the gray areas there you go you know, and, and the, still the changes I see coming in the future are the ones when we find somebody cheating and we have to change something to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's uh, always going to be, you know, we, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a old school NASCAR guy, you know, and yep. <laughs> I was watching, a, I was watching a Dale Jr. thing where they had a switch in the car that would empty uh, BBs out of the frame of the car. So it made weight. <laughs> you know they'd be bb's all over the track so you know so look look you know we don't i don't want to call it cheating but you know sometimes if you're not pushing those rules you yeah. know are you doing everything you can to win so yeah i would not want to be in charge of nascar cost no no <laughs> what a joke no uh, all those oh engineers God. and stuff oh man uh uh-uh. i wouldn't i would not want to do it <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'll i'll uh I'll I'll uh, deal with some of these uh, little creek weasels that yeah. are in KBS. That's what I call Russ Snyder's yeah. little creek weasel. <laughs> He's a fishing fool, though. Holy cow! Yeah, dude, you ain't kidding. I, yeah, I, we've I, had him on a show a couple times this year. Yep. So I mean, it's like 
The dude just keeps winning. I mean, yeah, yeah. He he his personality reminds me a lot of Aaron Martin's. Yes, like, he's a tinkerer, you know. And Aaron yeah. was a tinkerer. And you know, you go into Aaron's shop yeah. at his house, and he was always always in there trying to change or play around with tackle and stuff like that. And that's kind of the way Russ is. So it's pretty cool. Well, let's dive into tackle. Let's talk about wintertime bass okay. fishing and uh, kayak fishing. On top of that. But uh, you know, when when does uh when does Gene Jensen put the kayak away for the winter? I don't. Never. Mm-mm. Um, do you dress differently for the winter than I mean, I know we dress yeah. differently, but do you, you know recommendations? Because you guys gotta know you're in a kayak. If the thing flips over, you yeah. don't want to weigh 400 pounds, even though you might yeah. weigh hundred. Yeah. One of the, one of the things I always teach is one, be in a stable kayak kayak. Yes. If you have a, a little cheap Ascend kayak or a Walmart kayak, just wait till the water warms up. Mm. Um, because if you fall in in cold water, you you don't have long. Mm. Uh, and so the best thing to do is that. And another, if you're talking about things to wear, um, those the hunting coveralls and stuff that everybody wears deer hunting, once those things hit the water and soak up the water, they, I tend to say they become an anchor, but they don't really. They just are very difficult to get your butt up out of the water and right. back on your kayak. They, because they become they very heavy. Down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just take a big towel or a blanket and shove it in the bathtub and try to lift that towel up mm-hmm. out of the bathtub. That's what happens. And so getting back into your kayak, is, is, which will save your life in many times, is, is, is very, very difficult. So uh, things to wear would be um, – I, I wear uh, – a rain suit basically, but the bottoms are made by NRS and they're, they're a waiter, um, not okay. a waterproof waiter, but they're designed to keep the water from getting inside of them. And, to, and they're, they're, they're as waterproof as they can be to shed the water off. So they're not going to absorb anything. And they're real tight around the waist. Even my fat belly it, it, sometimes it's hard to breathe, but they're real tight. So they don't allow water in. I know so that feeling. <laughs> getting that exposure gear is important. And that can be, Upwards of six, you know, from three hundred to eight hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, it's not cheap. No, no, I, I mean, safety but, is definitely not cheap. Yeah, yeah, but again, I always say, you know, what's your life worth? Yeah, what's your life you worth? Know. Yeah, always wear your PFD, no matter what. Oh but yeah. The biggest thing is that video I launched not too many months ago, a couple of months ago, was how to get back in your kayak mm. if you've fallen out. Because most kayaks these days, these days, you fall out before the kayak tips. Mm-hmm. Oh so, yeah. Knowing how to open water re-entry or open water get into your kayak is something that will save your life if, if any time, really. And so I go over how to do that. And I've been doing that since I, since I was a Boy Scout teaching the uh, canoeing merit badge. But, uh, but yeah, it's just it's, that's key is knowing how to get back in your kayak and then having a change of clothes and a mm. towel in a dry bag with some something to start a fire and that kind of stuff. Get to the bank, get yourself warmed up, you know, or get, be, get to your truck, <laughs> your vehicle. So anyway, but yeah. All right. So knocked out safety. You know, we talk about kayaking and, you know, a lot of people will put in, make a long run or just move different locations throughout a tournament or an event or just out there ple- in pleasure fishing. Is a, yep. How do you change up? your fishing style for that during the winter months 
first thing I do is I always pay attention to the weather. I mean, even more so in the wintertime than I do in the summertime. I want to see wind. I want to yeah. see wind directions. I want to know what's going to change. Um, and then uh, I don't make long trips away from the boat ramp. Uh, I, I will. And luckily, my my main lake that I fish in the wintertime is 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 a little public fishing area right down the road. I, and it's not it's a, a mile at the longest as, as, as you know, getting back to the boat ramp. Yeah. Um, but uh, but it's just the biggest thing is just don't go far and uh, and don't stand up and fish. You know, yeah. I, I just when I I really do not stand up and fish when I'm in the, in the winter time. So what I'll be doing the next few weeks is crappy fishing. So it's yeah, heck you know, yeah. Once, I, once <clears throat> the water temperature drops down into the fifties, I like to get get the minnows out and go to town. So now, what kind of uh, life jacket? I mean, are you wearing a full life jacket? Or are you wearing just the you know uh, expansion I, life jacket? I don't trust the infl- these the inflatable life jacket, especially life during the winter time. Yeah, and it, they could freeze up and stuff like that. But in any time, I've had too many people have gone to test theirs and they haven't worked. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. I don't like to trust my life to a mechanical device. So yeah, I use an yeah. NRS Chinook, which if you test it, jump in the water, it will flip you back over and hold your head up without you nice. doing. It. And so, um, I want to, I want to know that if I do get knocked out, I can, I'll be upright at least and be able to breathe and not drown. But, uh, but yeah, it's, I just don't trust those inflatables, the automatic ones or whatever, you know, just one of those things that just something mechanical and I'm a son of an engineer and I still don't trust it, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And you, you know, for the kayak series tournaments guys, for you guys who are new, you are required by the rules to wear a full life jacket. Mm-hmm. There's no, I have an NRS jacket as well. So, I mean, it's, it's $120 life jacket, but it feels like I don't have anything. It's got a couple of nice pockets in the front. Yeah. I put my phone in one pocket, which is attached to my bungee cord. And yeah. then, um, which I can't remember what that thing was called. They're going it right off hand. Do you have the rogue fish? Yeah, I do. I have the rogue. Yeah. There you go. <clears throat> so it, I have that. Uh, that is amazing because you can just hold it out, take a photo of your fish, put it right back in your life jacket, zip it back up, and you are good to go. And, you know, and the whistle. That's another great thing to have. You can start yes. blowing the daggone whistle, you you know, just in case of an emergency. So that's another thing that you should always have with you on your life jacket. And I have one as well. So, and if yours yeah. breaks, get one. They're like a couple of bucks, guys. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And back, back to the pockets get a life jacket that has pockets yes. that hold your phone. If mm. you get a life jacket and you keep your phone in your life jacket, you will not take that life, life jacket off. Yes. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so, and I, that, that, you know, mine always has a tether on it. Matter of fact, there's something I'm designing with a uh, road fishing that is going to be branded fluke master branded here next year. Oh, cool. Nice. But, uh, a tether type system that I've been using for a couple of years. Everybody's like, what do you use as a tether? Cause you can't see it. It's an invisible tether. And mm. so, yeah, that's all. Awesome. So now the, the waiters or pant that you were talking about earlier, do they have like built-in boots? What kind of, they have, you know, they have socks. They're, they're, they're like booties. Oh. And so I wear like the, and I'm not sponsored by NRS anymore, but they're boundary boots that are uh, neoprene and real tight. You got to roll mm. them up your leg. Those are, those are great. They, they're thick. They keep you warm. You throw a pair of warm socks on underneath them. And even if they do get a little bit of water in them, I've never had an issue with them. And they've mm. just been really, really good in the wintertime. I think 
the coldest I fished was in the twenties. Um, mm. So, yeah, I don't even want to talk about that tournament. But mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. right. for a lot of you guys out there, don't, you know that don't fish the kayak series. You can carry a lot. You don't want to carry a lot. Me personally, I carry about five planos, maybe six plano boxes at the most. What are you carrying out there this time of the year? You know, well, we're still kind of in that fall to winter series, but you know, in the next couple of months, we'll all be transitioning. But yeah, what's Gene got in his crate? Well, I usually don't go back to bass fishing until my freezer's full of crappy. <laughs> Okay. And, uh, nothing wrong with that. No, Not nothing wrong with that. Not I have a fish fry. I have a fish fry New Year's Day. New Year's Day. Nice, every year. And so nice. I try to, you know, try to get the freezer full. But anyway, yeah. So um I my my wintertime stuff is so basic. I could probably keep it all in one small box, you know. Yeah. Um blade baits, uh underspins, uh anything with some flash, you know, that, that falls fast right. so I can get, get it down yeah. deep um a jig and really i i have no confidence in jerk baits but i always try to keep a few with me that you mm. know so i can at least one day maybe get confidence in them <laughs> but uh mm. but yeah blade and spoons flutter spoons yeah that kind of stuff and uh, <clears throat> things that i can fish directly into the boat or cast out and bounce on the bottom so it's just that simple yeah so at least until the water starts to warm up i'm that's all i'm fishing yeah it's on top of that dang so the lake close to you's got a lot of crappy in it i guess uh yeah it's it, they thing about georgia is that all of the large lakes in georgia are controlled by either the Corps army corps of engineers or georgia power okay and so the dnr department of natural resources really don't have a whole lot of power to to manage the fisheries in that so all we yeah. have are our public fishing areas so our biologist is there once a week um, and there's like 12 public fishing areas in the, in the state. And he's there once a week and he's testing the water and fertilizing it when he needs to and keeping the bait fish healthy. And those are the wow. ones where I'm catching, you know, one, last August, it was average 104 inches every day. Wow. Oh, wow. And so they just giant bass, giant crappy, giant shad. Uh, the gizzard shad and the the the, the uh, mm. threadfin are just healthy as all get out. Now we're there on a little bit of a down down <clears throat> run because we've had two shad kills in a row during the winter time. Oh wow! So we I'm seeing a little bit of a down downward trend on the size of the bass and the health of the bass, but I think we'll be back up in a couple of years. So awesome! Yeah. Well, let's move into 2023 for a little bit. Um, like you said, you plan on taking back over your YouTube channel, pumping out a lot more videos. Is yep. there anything special that we can, you know, look forward to for 2023 or something, something, you know, Gene, you've been doing this thing. How long have you been recording videos, Gene? 10 years, 13, 14, 13, yeah, 14 wow. years. Yeah. <clears throat> so is there wow. something that you want to record? We'll put you on the spot that you've never done before said this is what i want to do or you know or a new style i mean you know you said you well, want to, i am you still want to teach people we understand that yeah yeah so my fans saw the change uh i think it was august i started maybe september uh i did a little test run of these videos now remember everybody's doing these five baits every month videos oh yeah, yeah. you know everyone either started it i did it about a month or two later and then all of a sudden everybody's doing them well what I started to do different was 
um, I will take, I'll make that video and then I'll make a video about every single bait and dive into depth on how to fish those baits. So I'm All not right. just introducing the bait. And so yeah. that, that, and I'm going to try to launch those pretty quickly. In other words, do the bait video about a week and a half before the, the month starts and then do the other ones really fast. So these guys are ready for that month. You know, I don't want that video to come out in the middle of the month like it had right. been prior. Yeah. And so I want to, th those will be like my foundational videos for each month. Those are the ones that are guaranteed to happen. And then after that, um, it leaves me plenty of room to do just about anything, do brand stuff for my sponsors. Mm -hmm. um, that way I don't feel like I'm, I don't feel like I'm shortchanging the people who just like my instructional videos and all they see are, are, are promotional videos about right. my sponsor stuff, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so um, that's my goal. My goal is 100 videos this year. Wow. Um, but I'll be happy with 80. Okay. You know, and so it'll be the biggest year I've ever had, even if we, even with 80. Yeah. But, How um, many followers are hmm. you sitting at right now? I got 450,000, something like that. A little over 450,000, I think. Nice. Wow. So, yeah. So it's uh, it, it's just this, this next year, it's just going to be, I'm going to be bait focused. Okay. And uh, and really try to try to get back to even if I got to do the same bait over and over again, you know, two three times during the year, or of course I've done I've got 800 videos, so I'm covering I've already covered most of everything. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's always stuff to add to it, and and uh, and just yeah, we're we're always learning, changing the way we do. Oh things. yeah, oh yeah, and, and we're learning different things. bodies of water. Yeah, yep. And that's one thing people got to understand if you're looking at instructional videos if you're trying to figure out how to do something specific watch a bunch of different videos out about it because everybody fishes different we've all oh yeah oh yeah things. i learned so much from fishing with other people that mm -hmm. it's ridiculous and, and it's so much fun to say okay oh you're doing it this way or you figured this yeah. out and and that kind of stuff yeah. i've got a buddy that lives in north carolina and he he come up here to do some smallmouth fishing you know i fish really really steep deep you know, clear Highlands Reservoirs, you know, South Holston, yep. you know, uh, Norris, a uh, few others, you know, Watauga. And, uh, you know, he's like, you ever throw a square beetle? And I'm like, mm, a square beetle to me is like a DT-10, bro. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, if I'm, if I'm going down a bank, I was like, I, I used to always joke and say, you know, if I'm, if, uh, you know, I'd read these articles in Bassmaster when I was younger and they'd be like, you know, during the wintertime, find those 45 degree. I'm like, so don't fish the 90 degree banks. I'm like, cause they're all 45, <laughs> you know? So, uh, you know, if, if you're 10 foot off the bank, you done over 30 foot of water. Oh, you know? <laughs> Yeah, wow. the only, only 45 degree bank is in the back of the creek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's all basically bluff walls <laughs> on the main lake. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, so did, yeah. I, did I understand you right? Will you be fishing KBF next year or are you going to be behind the scenes with KBF next year? Uh, I'm going to fish the 10 because I qualified for it. And then, of course, the Timbitational, which is just before the 10. And the okay. two trail tournaments that are down there for uh, in, in Florida. I want to be probably down there 14, 15 days like I am every January. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and then after that, I might pick up another one, but I don't see one that really jumps out and says, uh, I might fish Grand Lake. All right. Uh, 
you know, just to go over and hang out with Edwin Evers and give me an excuse to get over there. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's it, it, one of those things. I'm just going to be behind the scenes trying to trying to help it grow and uh, and being the 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 calming voice for for our friend Chad Hoover. So. <laughs> Poor guy. Uh, I'll pick Poor on him worse than anybody. I love him to death. That's why I get to pick on him. <laughs> All right. So you said you're shoot eighty videos. We know you've fished out of the aluminum boat for a while. And now the kayak, are we going to see a mix of the videos? I know I keep jumping back, but it just keeps pumping all kayak. All kayak mainly because um, I don't have a boat sponsor, you know, and I hate to put it in the business side, but kayaking is paying the bills. Yeah. There you and, go. And so I would love to do more out of my boat. Uh, Alumacraft stopped making welded boats altogether. Mm. Uh, they made a mistake and, and I won't get into it, but during COVID, they made a horrible decision and uh and shut down their boat boat plant that uh you know closed it to move it and all of a sudden the demand for boats went sky high and they had absolutely no way of making it. wow and, and so they had to shut shut all that down and fire a bunch of people and yeah it was ridiculous and uh and so i still have my boat i'm probably going to sell it and buy an rv but uh <laughs> what but, about that rooftop tent the rooftop tent Oh, I love that thing. But the RV is going to be my office. I'll put it. Over I understand. So, yeah. Yeah. I love that tent. But I know I saw your video and I was like, I've been wanting a tent real, real bad. Cause I started sleeping on the forerunner and I bought me an air mattress. Yep. And, uh, I got me a Jackery battery and I mm -hmm. run everything off that fans and battery charging the devices and all that stuff when I'm out recording and out covering events. And it's going to be yep. another year where I live out of the back of the vehicle. So I saved, I saved so much money pre-fishing for the national championship by having that thing. Cause in Kentucky Lake, there's a lot of places you can just camp for free. Yeah. You yes. know, and they don't, they don't say anything. And, and then if you count up how many days that I spent in it this year and take those days and see how much it would have cost me for hotels, it paid for itself this year. You know, yeah. We cheap. don't, you know, it's, but, it's a $4,000 tent, but it yes. paid for itself this year. I was looking at the four by fours and I think they're right at $3,000 for one of those. But mm -hmm. guys, we're talking now, I mean, it's $150 for a good, even down in Bugs Island, Virginia and Clarksville, Virginia, which ain't freaking nothing there whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, it's one street, one horse town. I mean, it's $150 a night dinner and I'm staying at state parks for 25 bucks. Yeah. Man. I mean, I can, I can eat it. I can eat some real good food for the, with the other, Hundred and twenty-five dollars. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I mean, that's a whole lot of groceries, a Walmart or whatever. And the cool thing about it, like Gene's saying, you know, it allows me to go down. Now I don't have to think about it. I go down Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, stay yes. the whole freaking weekend for seventy-five bucks compared to uh, still I'm half the price of the room for one night. Yep, yep. I mean, it's worth it. And 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 with mine, you know, being able to set it up and take it down real fast makes all the difference in the world you know i used to travel with tents and had to set them up and have a base yes, camp yes. and it just became too much and i was just like man let's just do yeah. this it was crazy gene i i i checked into a state park i checked into a state park dinner and they were like are you going to be sleeping out of the back of your vehicle or are you going to i was like out of the back of my vehicle like okay well she wrote it on a little slip went on through and i was like i guess a lot of people are doing it now you know. Well, I keep I keep what's called a decoy tent or what I call a decoy tent. It's a oh. $40 Amazon tent that pops up really fast. And I get to my campsite at the state park 
and I throw that thing out, and that, that's my <laughs> that's where I charge all my batteries yeah. and and run my generator and that kind of stuff if I need to run a generator. But anyway, that marks my campsite. That way they don't book my campsite thinking I didn't show up while I'm out fishing. Oh, so yeah. A lot of state parks will do that. You just so it's always good to keep a little cheap forty dollar pop up hmm. Amazon tent. Yeah, I have to get yeah. one of those because I do have a single. We're going off topic, but I have a single person tent. <laughs> but I, I spent a lot more than forty bucks on that thing because I, I wanted yeah. to be stay nice and dry. I think it was about a hundred and yeah. a half. I don't know what topic we were on, so don't worry. So about yeah. oh, here, here, I'll, I'll, I'll steer. So let me, let me take over here for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, you're gonna up your productivity do you got a you got a weekly schedule are you going to drop them certain days you're going to try and you know we talking a monday wednesday friday we talking what we talking i'm going to try you know i'm going to have to look and see what analytics have changed uh Mm -hmm. you know i always like to drop one on sunday Mm -hmm. um and i don't reason i had friday have friday night lives is because friday is the worst day to launch a video it is friday and saturday both stink let me just say yeah I don't even upload reels that week because the numbers are awful. Yeah, yeah. Friday and Saturday is horrible. So Sunday's usually when I launch a video and then I'll try to do it. Uh, I haven't decided whether I'm going to do one every day, but I like to do it every other day just to give that first one a chance to run its its course and then the the next one. But what's nice, you know, and and Geek can understand, can, can see this too. What's really good about instructional videos as opposed to vlogs and and storytelling videos is instructional videos live forever. We're still making a living off of the videos that I made 13, 14 years ago. They're still getting views, you know, and so then it becomes a numbers game. And if you look at the blogging style, they live for a period of time and then they're done because they're no longer relevant. Yeah. And so that's kind of, I I loved, I I figured out I was going to play the turtle game instead of the hair game. Yeah. Um, yeah years ago and so it, it really is it's one of those things where now it's just a numbers thing but uh i i don't want to sacrifice good videos and good production for numbers yeah so if i find that my grind is really killing my production quality mm-hmm. i'm gonna cut it down and just gonna say okay let's do 50 videos this year or whatever so yeah, yeah. that's awesome yeah um it's just like podcasting coolest thing here podcasting is more you know just like the youtube side of it as well People go back and listen to old shows all the mm-hmm. time oh, yeah. because they want to hear their interview with their certain favorite person, whomever right. that is that we've interviewed. So, I mean, it's the same cool thing. And I tell people if it wasn't for you and Bassmaster. I don't know if I need to be where I am today because, I mean, people are like, you know, this Gene Jensen, dude, and you got to think I've been doing this 12 years now. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm like, no, go check him out on YouTube. So here we are later, a few years later. How many oh, years yeah. ago did we do the first pod? I'm getting off, getting this off topic again. Oh wow, many years. It was right I've... after the FLW championship, right after John Cox won the FLW championship. Oh crap! We have to look that up. Geek, look oh, that yeah, up. Yeah, that's how long. That's when we did our first one because I was in the parking lot right after the the championship. Yes. Holy cow! Yeah, it has a been a long time. Yep. 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 Geek's looking I... that up, of course, real quick. Oh yeah. But uh, but wintertime is actually one of my favorite times to catch bass because you got to think of it this way: look at a bass in the in the late summer, they're skinny as a rail most of the time. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. unhealthy and everything else. And then somehow between then and pre spawn, 
they gain a whole lot of weight, not just in eggs. Yeah. So they got to eat. They're, they're eating during that period of time. They're just not, they're not moving much. Right. You know? And so I, one of the things that I did, I learned at that, that resort I used to guide on was these bass would, would hang out. And the, there was always a current in this, in this, this lake because it had uh, seven to 9,000 gallons a minute going over the spillway. Oh, so wow. Always current. And so I would set up on an outside bend in the creek channel and I just let my bait drift along that outside <laughs> bend and it would, they just be stacked. And that's all they're doing <clears> is you're just sitting on that outside bend. Cause that's what pushes that. That's where the current's going to push stuff towards them. Right. Yeah. They're, just, they're just opening their mouth. Now, another thing I realized, and I understand this lake was full of four to eight pound bass, all of them stocked and they were feeder trained. They were trained to go to the feeders and eat the fish food. So this right. was a great place to learn how bass do things. Hmm. And so one of the things I realized was they would sit there and even though they weren't hungry, if something got within a, a striking distance, they would open their mouth and hold it in their mouth until it was time to eat. So they'll hold oh, a, wow. a live minnow, they'll wow. hold a worm, they'll hold it in their mouth until it's time to swallow. And then if they don't need to swallow it, they'll just hold it in their mouth. That's why a lot of times when you're dragging stuff in the wintertime, they'll pick it up, but you don't feel them. Because they're yeah. not trying to kill it. They're not trying to. They're just it. holding it. They're just holding it. Yep. And so you hear, feel that little mushy <clears throat> feeling when you try to drag it one more time. You better be hammering it because they're sitting there. Like, no. Swing away. <laughs> 2016 is what this article That's says, when we right? started. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Geek, man, we could talk forever with, uh, you know. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And, and I, I need to get a hold of Mr. Jensen. Uh, you guys always... the Tennessee show? I'm going to be there and I'm going to be, uh, at the, um, classic, uh, I signed a boat deal with came boats this year. So I am going to be there and at the red crest in Charlotte, but all that being said, you know, I, I know me and you swap numbers and I don't ever text you or call you because I know you're a busy man and I feel like real Hey, bad. if I don't want to answer, I just won't answer. So Okay, worry. okay, <laughs> I get it. That's what I tell everybody. I'm like, look, man, if I don't answer, I get back to you later. Don't take yep. offense to it. Yep. So, okay, good. As I say, look, we're men. It's just how it works. Yes. <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm don't actually... be butthurt over it, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, the East Tennessee shows up in the air for me right now because we mm. are going to Red Crest because Red Crest in our backyard. Mm. And so I'm hoping to go see a better Farswood Cup. I mean, I didn't mean to say that. I mean, a better Red Crest. <laughs> so uh, we're going to that. And uh, then the Bassmaster Classic. And there's a Bassmaster Open yeah. event here on Bugs Island this year. Yes, and uh, that's an hour and a half from the house. So we're going down there. So we got a lot of traveling, so something's going to have to get dropped, and that could be get dropped. Mm -hmm. But we will be at the Classic. So Well, well the Classic, East Tennessee, you know, the East Tennessee show. I mean, I think the, color, the East Tennessee show is one of the best shows in the it South. Is. It, it is. It is the best show. And I have, you know, is I've been preaching it, and now I have people from Virginia that go down there with their wives, yeah. husbands, whatever, do the whole family thing yeah. together. And we'll stay for a couple of days. And I got a bunch of different friends that do it because I brought them all down. I was like, come on, guys, this is the best show that you get. The hardest working lady that you'll ever want to meet. Yeah. I mean, it's like a great show, great products. If you love hand painted stuff oh, yeah, yeah. and made stuff. I mean, I, you know, it's it was 
different and it was something good and like i said we did we go last year yeah we went last year because we were oh, yeah. going to yeah it comes me and you hung out that's right yeah we did the video together yeah yeah so yeah so now i've got another question though okay go ahead and by the way uh you know you were talking about evergreen stuff and the videos you, you need to holler at me I, I played with a lot of stuff last year this past <laughs> year i, I played because the jumps coming close for me it's I just need to nail down one or two things. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so are you going to, and I know you're already there, or at least I think I've seen you on there. I think I follow you. You going to do any more TikTok stuff as we move forward? <laughs> I don't think there's much of a choice, um, between yeah. TikToks and I've got to do his from the beginning, when I used to do seminars about social media, when I was the only influencer there was, and I would go to these company uh, deals and do do seminars about social media, I've always said, you've got to stay up with what the kids are doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and so I've already got a TikTok deal. I've already been I played around with it. I love what I love what I can do through it. And then YouTube Shorts is another one that I've really got to. Oh grow. yeah, yeah. But the but the TikTok uh, stuff is just going to flow right into Instagram. That's yeah. going to be one and the same. But yeah, I'm yeah. Shorts a little different. So. Um, and one last thing, it's more of a uh, recommendation because I always call you the legitimate OG of the bass fishing. Since you wear a G hat, you really need to have an OG because look at it. It's almost an O and you can have the Georgia. Come on, dude. I'll yep. buy three. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving That's you awesome. merch ideals. Of the gonna, o. Just have gonna, it like on the bill right here. The OG. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. I might have a sticker or a picture or something like that. That'd be cool. It is funny. You're, it's funny you're talking about, like, you know, being part of the big social media person. You know, I Clark Ream was another one. And yeah. he was big. He was, like, one of the first. I mean, I got to hang out with him uh, up on a Potomac mm -hmm. uh, this year, and we talked for a little while. And, yeah, he was the, one of the first big ones to bring in bass fishing to like Facebook. We didn't have Instagram yeah. back then. He understood that it was going to be something. It, right. Yeah. Lot, you know, I learned it during the, the, the forum days before Facebook is I learned that, Hey, wait a minute. There's a way that we can. And I was watching Steve parks, uh, the owner of rage tail, watching him do it through forums. And he created, he, he built a cult style like following. Mm through forums and I, and I watched him and watched him and said, Holy cow, this guy gets it. And he did it mm. by simply communicating with the, the customer or communicating with the yeah. enthusiast. And then they became family. You know, it was just amazing to watch. So I was like, Hey, let's, and that's when I was still trying to figure things out and stuff like that. I said, I need to keep that in the back of my head. And, and yeah, well, we've, well, we've I, go ahead. Geek. I started in I started in 2016 I, and I didn't even want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> like my son, my daughter, my best friend at work, like I was, you know, I work IT and and coach was coaching football for the local high school team and you know, they were I I'd, I'd actually seen somebody talk about using GoPros as uh cameras kind of like to watch footage. Hey, I'm an I'm an offensive defensive line coach. You know, I love, you know, game film. Yeah. And so I kind of 
snuck the uh, school's handy cam out just to watch. And, you know, it was right around the craze, whatever year that was, the the craze of the A-Rig. And I went out and, the, like, the first day I catch a double on it. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is the best bait in the world. But I would have swore that I caught it, like, on the drop, like, right at the first of the cast. Because I'm one of those guys, I'm like, listen, I can remember every fish, every bait, the retrieve. And then I noticed it was halfway back right after I gave it a little tweak. And I was like, oh, I was wrong on that, <laughs> you know? Dang. And so it, that kind of changed me. And then in, in high school, actually, uh, uh, me and my wife got pregnant our senior year. And so it kind of curtailed uh, my college plans. But I was, uh, you know, I was, I was actually going to college for uh, sports broadcasting. Uh, I've got to, believe it or not, I can switch off the redneck and, jump right into hello everybody what's uh you know it's, it's like i can't even do it right now like, welcome ladies and gentlemen to you know tonight's blah, blah, blah. i can't even do it it's sad i'm out of practice but you know i'd had some editing and you know it just kind of all come together i was like well how do i kill all this dead time yeah so, i'm still here i just lost the battery that's all but you know that's uh that's kind of what got it you know i was always like you know because i mean to be you know honest i was sitting around yelling at high school kids <laughs> making them do up downs till they puke and yeah. uh you know and i'm thinking listen the first little 13 year old that comes up and drops an f-bomb i'm gonna be like listen son um <laughs> i'm coming i'm coming to your house with a bar of soap in my belt <laughs> You need to you need to try my old my saying when when my kids when my Boy Scouts used to cuss yeah uh, my my old saying was uh, it's sure as hard to look smart with stupid coming out of your mouth <laughs> oh that's a brilliant there you go I, uh, I applaud that it's about to come back on the camera is but uh but yeah it's a I used to say that a lot to my scouts my, I got my son saying it he almost got in a fight on the school buses when he was oh. a kid. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, at my Boy Scouts used to, they wrote a list of, of phrases that I, that I say a lot. Like when they start dating girls, I tell them, I said, dude, why are you wasting your money on somebody else's wife? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> that is, that's funny. Well, it's funny. You talked, you talked earlier about the uh, whole social media thing. You know, we, we here at the basscast.com have started using band, which is for organization and for groups. And we're trying to bring it all back home because uh, we're starting to get banned from Facebook. Uh, Facebook has kicked off a lot of our posts and has kicked off a lot of our people and has deleted their accounts completely. So we've moved a lot of our social media to band. We're still going to use Facebook, but you know, we always have that backup. Yeah. And I was talking about it with Geek earlier. You know, I'm a big Gary Vaynerchuk fan who's big into social media. And he's like, if you see something else coming, you better jump on when it's fresh, hot, ride it to the rides off. And hopefully you got enough that when the next wave, we're just riding waves and we're riding waves yeah. of new things coming <clears> out <throat> each and every True. year. So, but yeah, the Basscast is on band and uh, we appreciate everyone's following us there so far. But uh, brother, we could talk all night long, but some of us have to get up and go to bed, go to work in the morning. So well, it's only early. It's still early here. What you talking about? That is me. <laughs> I do too. I, I got to be in at five, no, six 30. And then I've got to go get blood work done because I never go to the doctor and my wife demands it. So <laughs> yeah, I had to vote, to vote this morning. So 
So, yeah. Well, Gene, man, we appreciate you coming on. Yeah, bro. Thank you as always. Uh, yeah, anybody you'd like to give a you. shout out to before you leave or shout out for or besides checking out the YouTube channel for all the new videos coming yeah, be out? Yeah, sure, be sure you because I may not be doing anything right now, but uh, like I said, starting right after Christmas, I'm going to start rolling videos out, um, mainly, like I said, mainly bait videos. But if you if you guys are really new to this or, or have not seen my channel, the one thing I want to do, and it has not changed, you can ask Geek this, in the 15 years I've been doing this, or 13 years, I want to teach somebody how to fish. Yep. And, and the, the numbers don't make any difference to me. I don't pay attention to my subscribers unless somebody asks me. I don't pay attention to the views unless I'm checking analytics just to yep. see if I can improve some stuff. I want to find that one person that wants to learn how to fish, and I want to teach them how to do it. And so yeah. that's what my that's what my videos are always geared geared around. I always try to picture that single mom that has a has a son or a daughter that wants to learn how to fish, and mama's is scared to death to go into the tackle shop and ask old Bubba behind the counter, yeah, uh, because she has no no confidence, and, and it's just I I I get that, and so I want to keep it to that level where anybody can come and learn how to do it. And that's my God-given talent is keeping keeping myself at a level that everybody understands. Yeah. Um, and so um, I keep it I keep it simple, uh, but I, I, I do get into some, some more advanced stuff every once in a while, but I just love what I do. I've been doing it long enough to where I just realize this is my calling in life. And there so you if you guys want to learn anything about fishing, I guarantee it's on my channel. It may be uh, 8,800 years old, but it's there. Years old definitely yet. definitely my biggest influence and i appreciate you always being great to me from the time we met at the east tennessee show yep <clears throat> all right yep. guys like you said follow watch i went back and watched a lot of videos when i first started this whole thing i was introduced to him as well mm -hmm. so and guys some of the tackle stores <clears throat> can be a little scary i went into one this past weekend that was a store that was added another store that was added another store and uh I, I felt claustrophobic after a little while <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's the only tackle store on the whole freaking island and it had everything you could think of it slammed into it looked like three double wides put together yeah <laughs> those are my favorite stores but that's because i've been doing it for a long time <laughs> yeah. holy cow so, <clears throat> man look forward to seeing you in the 2023 happy holidays to you and uh, again, appreciate you coming on and uh, thank you. Yeah, no problem. I appreciate it, man. It's been a blast. All right, guys. We really appreciate Mr. Gene Jensen for coming on and talking with us tonight. We always love having Gene on. It ends up just oh, yeah. being a big old conversation about life, <laughs> fishing, yeah. life on the road, the tour. You guys heard it all. And, you know, it's he's a great dude. Um, if you guys see him at the Classic, the bonafide booth or any of his other many sponsors uh please say hello and uh don't, please i'll be honest with him he is a celebrity and so yep don't take up a lot of time just say hi gene introduce yourself shake his hand and roll on because there's another 50 to 100 people in line behind him so but he is a great dude lots of great videos i i ain't gonna lie i will not lie to you guys i when I first started this thing, I fished ponds and deep sea fishing. I that's what I grew up doing. Yep. Uh, we carry we used to carry a canoe three to five miles, five guys, and fish out of freaking canoes. So I mean, that's how I grew up. Farm ponds, 
for whatever would bite on the end of a court. And then it went to deep sea fishing, to day trips, deep sea fishing, to pier fishing. And then I got into bass fishing. And if it wasn't for Gene and like Geek was saying, you know, he is the original and, you know, the dude had, I mean, I would go back and watch his videos over and over and over again. And I, I recommend yep. you doing the same thing. I mean, <clears throat> I, could I could ramble here, but it's almost like class. I mean, you know, study, yeah. study, study and check out his videos. So appreciate him being on as always. Um, I am going to line up another show. We got about what? two more or three more weeks in this period then we have the holidays again then we yep. have the first of the year and then we're going to be talking bass master classic hopefully get some people on from the expo world and talk about that so it's a lot happening here uh appreciate you guys new website coming soon a lot of great things coming soon um the bass cast tournament series wraps up december 10th uh, we're waiting on dates to be approved for the 2023 schedule. It has been submitted. We're just waiting on approval for that. Uh, Danielle's going to have a kayak series meeting really soon with um, the group. And then those dates have already been picked. We just got to put the lakes with the and rivers with that schedule. And then mm -hmm. that schedule will be out as well. So it's, I don't know, it's kind of hard here because if, if you don't watch it here in central Virginia, it's effort is this freaking big. You'd be fishing on top of each other. And we don't want to do that. Yep. <clears throat> we want to get, we're here to give you guys an opportunity to fish maybe at a different level than a lot of other tournaments, but was still with a great payout and a decent entry fee where oh, you're yeah. going to, you know, the last person is always going to get his money back on the entry fee. And that's how we always do it right here at the basscast.com. So Appreciate everyone's fish with us. Um, we've had a crap load of anglers fish with us this year. It's been a great year. It's been a great year for the website. So thank you all. Thank you all for listening to Bass Cash Radio. And we will be back next weekend with another great guest. And uh, make sure you guys head on over and check out Bass Geek's latest video. So appreciate you guys. Thank you.